welcome to Message in a Bottle, a place to hear the Devar Ruach Elohim, or Word of the Spirit of God. During each episode, we will listen to a prophecy, together we will judge the prophecy, and collectively we will respond to that prophecy. We will also delve into topics around how to listen, test, discern, interpret, and apply prophecy. Hey, welcome back. This is Jeff, and studio with me today is Steve. Hi, Jeff. And David. Hey. Hey, guys. Let's continue our journey through the Come Sail Away prophecy, and I'm going to pick back up on paragraph 9. Let me give that a read right now. We need to go on our voyage to a new land, and everything we have left behind is gone. The ship white now, moving slowly, pointed straight out of the dock towards the sea. There's a resistance, fear that we're not ready and don't want to leave the dock, need to cut the ties to the dock. We are, quote-unquote, shipping out. The ship is starting to turn towards open water. Come sail away, the pop song God is guiding us, FOC, away from a snake and evil. Move forward. Don't look back. Looking in the sky in the morning, out in Nashville, clouds were sleds with others riding, being pulled along, two to four people in each sled, infinitely growing. A lot of stuff right there. A lot of stuff in this. From a timing standpoint, guys... Just from a, a prophetic timing, I don't feel like we are we've reached this place yet. There may be a few people that are there and may be ready, but I don't think as a whole the fellowship has reached a place um, where we're we're ready to go out. Yeah, I th- I think we're still in eight. You know, when you look back at eight, um, there's still a lot of the healing process, relational stuff, all that going on. Um, and it, it seems to me that, that, um, that there'll, there'll be a time, of course, where we do, we cause us to move out. But you're right, I don't believe it's right now. I'm in agreement also. Um, but the one thing that, that um, in my prayer time with the Lord was that the ship is now, it's prepared, it's cleaned up. Um, You know, when we came into port, the mast was broken. And uh, I relate that mast to steering because it's required, that mast for steering. And FOC is going through a rebuilding project right now of, of equipping new positions within its staff but the steering committee is really the elder board and where this ship needs to go. Now, mm. I see that this is talking about there's a ship ready, but the crew's not all in agreement that's with that. So I would see that the people, and I agree with this, the people aren't ready for this voyage again uh, in, in this state for FOC right now. But I also see for us the ship is not quite ready 
because we we have some new people come on the elder board that have to complete their initiation. Mm -hmm. So I see that we are uh, not at nine at this point. Uh, I still believe that we're in a cornucopia from four to eight, um, where people are still coming up from under the decks, still being found. Um, Traumas are taking place, and there's people doing the cleaning. There are people that are ready to go forward. And we're looking forward to that day to look at a new land. And that vision hasn't quite yet settled. It's one of the things that I'm noticing here, right? I think it's the third sentence says, there's a resistance, fear that we're not ready, don't want to leave the dock. We need to cut ties to the dock. We need to ship out. So... For me, it's almost like, are we ever going to feel like we're ready? Probably not, right? Because that's we, we need to look for that, right? We need to be alert to the fact that there's going to be coming a time where the ship is white now, right? So apparently the ship gets painted or at least cleaned, right? So that's going to happen, um, and we're going to start to move again. We're going to be pointed out. We're moving away from the dock. We're not in a stagnant place. I've actually seen some early indicators of that. Seen some early indicators. So I'm not trying to push us into number nine. It wouldn't surprise me if I'm starting to see that maybe early, Um, but I'm definitely picking up on some indicators that we're moving in that direction, which is super encouraging to me. I, yeah, I agree. I, I am not at all hesitant to <laughs> to moving, you know. Um, but, of course, I think like we did when we looked at eight, I realized that that's not fully completed yet. And that would be my only thought was that that in order for us to move into nine to see it move out, that that eight would have reached, you know, its its culmination as far as healing and, and unity and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're gonna, there's going to still, even with the idea of change, and of course moving does what? That means change. And one of the hardest things in a church for church is change. Mm. It's always been that way. Churches just have a hard time with change. And, and well, so, change, change requires faith. Oh well, that's true. To right, that. you you can't yeah. just yeah. you can't just change out of knowledge. You have to take the belief that God's built in you, and you have to walk out the next step, which is a challenge. Because for anybody that wants to stay in the natural, they don't like to operate by faith, and so that's the resistance. Faith requires you to believe in the impossible becoming possible. So this resistance is we're going to a new land. We're going on a new mission. We're going to a new place. What's it going to require? Faith. And this this is a good reference. If you want to deal with this fear, I'm going to put a promo in here. You need to go look at Standing in Faith podcast. Listen to those <laughs> because this is the thing that counters acts, this resistance of change and fear. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important when, I mean, look at Abraham, you know, uh, get the up and go. And, you know, a lot of times we look at Abraham like, oh, yeah, he's got up and went. But I would imagine there was some uh, 
you know, conversation there. Hey, God, I just got settled here, and we're we're doing good. This land is beautiful. Why not this land, you know? I would imagine there was all of that kind of thing, but Abraham knew, you know, that if God spoke to him to move, then he would move. Didn't mean he didn't have apprehensions and, and fears and all those kind of— I mean, look at his whole conversation with God around uh, Isaac being born, you know? He basically, even though he believed God, he still argued, well, God, I'm an old man. Look at Sarah, you know, she doesn't have any teeth anymore. I mean, really? <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, um, it, it's always that. I, I don't think we need to get all like super, like, like Abraham was some kind of super duper whatever. He's, he was just like we are. And he would have had those fears and whatever. But the difference is, Ultimately, is he said, okay, and I believe God, and let's do this. Even when setting that ship out to, to sea, you don't know what in the world you're going to confront or what's going to happen and, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it is a, a faith act, Steve. So th- there's reference to a pop song called Come Sail Away. And um, I've got a special treat for the listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm, yep, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best to to pull off the sticks. <laughs> except I'm not gonna do it in falsetto because I just my voice doesn't go that high. <laughs> this is the words from the song: A gathering of angels appeared above my head. They sang this song of hope to me, and this is what they said. They said, come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. I'm a, that sounded pretty good. Come on. That's original. That, there was, that, it's original. That, was, that sounded pretty good to you. I thought it was. I thought I could hear the tune that time. Yeah, I could hear the tune. I, I was that time. sort of getting to the tune there. <laughs> but but how cool is that? A gathering of angels, mm-hmm. and they sang a song of hope. That, that's a pop song. I, mean, that, I, I remember that when I was a kid on the radio. Yep, radio. What's radio? That's a little black box with a knob that you <laughs> twisted and tune things in. Anyhow. Um, I just had a really old moment there. Now, I thought that was very cool because they were singing hope, right? Because right. this this paragraph is a hope paragraph, right? This is the hope and the expectation of getting back out, right? We in, in the previous paragraphs we've known we had to go back out. We know that we can't sit in the harbor. We kind it, although it kind of indicates that there's a sense that we kind of like being in the harbor. It's safe, right? It's protected. We're getting built back well, up. Well, time has passed being in the harbor. At this so stage, So what yes. do we do naturally? We like to be comforted. We like the comfortable places. Mm-hmm. But a boat is not meant to be in dock. Yep. So um, back to the last couple of sentences of paragraph eight, right? We're in the healing process. Turn towards the hearts, relationships, and perspectives that need to be repaired. Right? More people are getting involved in harmony with a sense of purpose becoming clearer. Um, so that's real interesting to me is that that's going to be an indicator. Once we're all starting to 
And once once there is a, a mass of people that are starting to move in unity and harmony, right, and purpose is starting to get refocused, um, yeah, then I think we're probably nearing the point where we start to need to look to, to get out. But there's still, there's still a hope in departing. Right. That's what I'm picking up on big time, is that there should be a great expectation in being able to depart, get back out there. Let's keep going with paragraph 10. I'll read it. Our ship is in the middle of many other ships in the water around them doing the same thing. It's quiet on the sea. As the ship creaks and sways a bit, as it rolls over the gentle swells, the captain is Jesus. He is steering the ship, rolling with the swells on the sea, headed towards the horizon without worry, blue skies, calm ocean waves, and a crew on deck moving in unison for each appointed task. Here's paragraph 11. There's unity of purpose. Confidence in Captain Jesus, the ship moving forward with a mission, many workers on board, many hands and hearts, skilled workers on deck and below deck doing their jobs. Our ship is moving at a fast clip. Jesus was bending over the rail with a bucket, scooping up seawater and then pouring the whole bucket on people on the ship. As he scoops and pours out the seawater, it becomes holy water once it's in his hands, pouring out on everyone that's on the ship's deck. He is really enjoying doing this. It brings him much joy. Orders being called out, wind, movement, creaking wood, the sails billowing in the stiff wind, seagulls crying, splashes of ocean water, all hands on the deck. The ship's bell rings two times twice. Steady on. I find that in these two paragraphs, it actually addresses um, that resistance for change. We're not going straight from dock into a storm. There is this, uh, we're underway. And in this underway, um, we're not looking at violent storms or destructive storms. We're looking at sailing on calm waters. Also, um, we see that Jesus is called out as the captain in this, and this is the first time in many of the paragraphs that he is the captain of this ship. I'm not saying that he wasn't captain of FOC prior to this prophecy, mm. um, but we're recognizing him as captain here. And uh, this focus is, rings true. So I line it up with the bells. This is one of the things that rings true. Yep. Uh, and FOC hasn't changed that. But we see this coming online. Yep. Agree. I'm seeing a lot of words that would imply we are of one accord and unity of purpose unison for the tasks skilled workers doing their jobs um it it also seems like things are 
things are flowing, things are humming. They're right. The the sounds are normal. The it, it, this feels very utopian to me, right? It seems like everything's going. I I do want to say, our ship is in the middle of many other ships, right? So apparently, right, our ship is representing FOC. There's other ships, in other words, other churches that we are, um, I don't know how much we want to say interacting with, but that are around us um, doing the same thing that we're doing. So I found that to be very interesting, kind of an indicator that there's other similar type groups out there. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about just think about what the um, the different equipping classes that we do. We equip a lot of other other uh, churches. You know, gosh, how many of y'all equipped in in the uh, prophetic? Uh, Steve, you know, probably a good hundred churches or so that, Easily. that have come through, and then the other ones with the healing ministries and different ones have equipped other churches as well. So it's it's it. I think that's, I think that's kind of an ongoing situation with us. Uh, possibly there's a, you know, moving. When we look at this movement, um, one of the things I think we have to realize is: Are we looking at a a continuous movement as a timeline, or do we begin to look at this in a in a spiritual context as a whole, because are these overlapping? Are they at the same time? Um, and I think you kind of have to ask that question because uh, um, there is one thing that's constantly happening is, you know, you start out in eight, it says miracles. Mm-hmm. Then there's a lull in that until you get over here where, where once again, we're moving towards miracles. It's almost like, it's almost like when you're when all this healing stuff is needful and necessary. There's a lot of miracles going on, um, and maybe that's more the internal miracles that we need. Now we're kind of moving more towards those external, you know, outreach type miracles that we need. That we want to. See, we need. We want to see where, where. You know, our vision is to see millions healed and delivered and set free, and mm-hmm. and and the same with people coming to know the Messiah. Um, we we want to see millions of those being brought into the to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we're not talking about millions brought into this little tiny thing. I think the idea of having other boats all around us. You remember when? Um, they were the guys. The disciples were out fishing, and they caught such a load they had to have the other boats come. It was right. so big and yeah. help them, yeah. you know. And I think that that's the whole idea here. Is that here we are equipping other churches, working with other churches. We're in this thing with boats and all. And so when we start having this massive thing come forth, where God begins to just move powerfully, you know, we we need a place where. These kind of people can get ministered to and 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 you know nurtured and all that kind of thing. And so that's that's a beautiful part about looking at that as far as being in the midst of a bunch of 
of other ships that are like-minded and so forth that, that's, you know, we can direct that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I really like the part where Jesus is uh, changing the seawater to holy water and <laughs> dousing, dousing the crew, mm-hmm. and I'll receive that. I see this as a transformation, first of all, as an equipping, but the second part, which is the strongest, is uh, that which is holy, you're called into that which is holy, and the empowerment of that, the acceptance of the three-in-one toward you, and God says, you're going to complete your mission. I've equipped you to complete your mission, and the Father's holy, so we're bringing you into this holiness so that the impossible can become possible, and to have that faith that's in line with the Lord's faith for us. Uh, so I see this doing, during a time of kind of, uh, you said utopia, but it's really like uh, we're not going to get into the strong winds yet. We're just cruising along, and this is a good place. So um, let's get the crew in line with the ship. Uh, the ship was made white, it was cleaned up, it was ready to go, and now I see Jesus getting the crew ready to go. Exactly, and I think, too, you have to realize that we just came through in this point, came through the storm and came through, so we were in dock, we were getting fixed up, we were getting repaired, you know, basically healed up and fixed up and whatever, and now we're back out to sea. And uh, it's not like he just puts you right back out to sea into a big storm and you're bouncing around in the waves again and so forth. So, but it is, it's a time to kind of get used to the, uh, and, and for some people to get their sea legs, right? right. I mean, you know, in a sense. Uh, if, people, if you don't know what sea legs are, it just means you're able to be on a ship with it rocking around and not throwing up. So, uh um, and being able to walk a sea legs, I guess it was you were able to walk with it swaying mm-hmm. in spite of it swaying. So, yeah, I think that we we can look at it and see that 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 this is that it's a time of shalom, a time of rest and peace, a time of of you know looking at the uh, astral skies or whatever that thing was and seeing the uh, seeing what they saw. I think it's a it's it's a nice serene type of uh, picture that that I think we all need. And we all need vacations, right? We all need places where we go and look at beautiful scenes and and feel like we're coasting and not getting our boats rocked. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that, for me, this is this is maybe less natural and more spiritual. These two paragraphs. But what I'm hearing from a spiritual context is a period of time when we are we're moving and flowing in the spirit. We're we're moving together. We're we're moving with Jesus. We're we're listening. We're obedient. We're obeying. We're right. We're 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 moving in one accord. I kind of said that earlier. I think that there's also a period of time here where there's anointing, right? There's going to be an increase and a pour out, an outpouring of anointing, right, in the spirit, where people are 
not just experiencing his presence, right, and his and being obedient, but now they're starting to be poured on, dumped on, infilled, right? So there's there's clearly to me an indicator that there's going to be an increase here for everyone on board. Um, right? He's dumping it on to everyone that is on the ship's deck. So let's all get up on the deck when that starts, right? Let's not I, – I, I flash to Mary and Martha, right, where Mary was so busy doing stuff and preparing stuff that she was missing the – the time in the presence of God, right? Mm-hmm. And spending time with Jesus while they could. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the same thing spiritually here is there's going to be an opportunity for us all, right? And I don't think the conditions are going to be such that it's going to be tumultuous in the natural realm, mm-hmm. right? It's talking about pretty quiet seas and... And the movement that's happening is is it's not stormy, right? It's a it's a in the natural. It's going to be a good time to be built up and and flowing and infilled in the spirit. the The last thing that I'm going to point out to me, and I'm not sure I have a good, I, I don't think I have a good interpretation or application, is the ship's bell rings two times twice. To me, that is a significant signal. Right? Something is going to take place that's significant enough, and I'm going to say in the spirit, for us to realize that it is now time to move into the next paragraph. And I'm just going to read that. This is paragraph 12. It is night, and the ship is getting ready to turn. There is a sense of anticipation for that turn into an exciting place into deeper waters. We are headed for miracles. Yeah, so I think you, I think you see in what you're talking about. You know, the, I love the holy water. I love that being poured on at the same time, you know, receiving anointings and so forth. Well, of course, then what does he do? He heads us for miracles. And I think it's the kind of miracles that we've always wanted to see. Um, you know, we've seen miracles here. We've seen people healed of cancers. We've seen people healed of little minor things, big things. We've seen uh, a, a child raised from the dead. You know, but they're, they're, they're over a period of a lot of years, right? And what we want to see is this powerful move of God where – where people are getting just powerfully healed, and and not so necessarily with anybody's name attached to it, mm, yep. you know, that it that it'll just be well, hey, we went to this place and and God touched it. Well, who 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 did who prayed for? It? I don't know. It it doesn't matter. Jesus was there, and I think this is the kind of thing that when we move towards those miracles, that that anointing will be so strong. On you know, and, and if you have three or four of it, they're praying. That anointing is so strong on all three or four; it doesn't matter. You know, that person gets healed and delivered and set free. And 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 you know, I've I've been so sad so many times to pray for someone and watch them go away in the wheelchair. Yeah. Well, I I want to see them walk away pushing their wheelchair. 
you know? Yep. And that's that anointing, I think, that, that's on its way, that's coming. Amen to that. Let's just take the interpretation that's right here in the prophetic, and that spiritually it means steady forward. Actually, earlier it says that the ship was moving fast, so there was no intention of going but forward. We're not going back. We're not going to the dock. We're not going to take a you know side course. Uh, we're going into deeper waters. And so the bells to me is we're going into the deeper waters. Now, when a ship goes into deeper waters, the pressure on the ship actually gets stronger against it in, in the natural. So the Lord is saying, we're going to press in. We're, we're going forward uh, with this expectation of we're heading into a place that from what David has shared, miracles should be flowing through everyone that's on the crew. This is not just a one, two, or three mm-hmm. person thing, mm-hmm. a strong anointing. You know, Jesus doused us with holy water. We can move in the miracles, mm-hmm. all of us. So to me, the steady on is let's keep the purpose of uh, Jesus anointed you. So let's just do what the Messiah does because we're called into that anointing. I thought it was interesting that it says it is night and the ship is getting ready to turn. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I actually take that as a really good thing. By doing it in night, I think it actually, to me, at least what I'm picking up here is that there's some discretion about when we turn out to the deeper waters. It's not going to be with a whole huge fanfare. It's going to be, it's going to be discreet. It's going to be okay. Here we go, guys. Tonight's mm-hmm. the night. Boom! Now we're out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's almost like we're—I don't want to say we're in stealth mode, right? Because it's a <laughs> ship, not a plane. But it seems to me like there's some cover, right? That we're going to be moving. When we turn out, we will be covered to turn out. You know what, guys, let's bless the listeners. Um, and let's also see, so some of this stuff is, is future-based to me. Um, and I, I'd kind of like to, to decree some of this because I don't think we're here yet. It feels to me like we can come into agreement with what God's saying and we can, we can actually begin the establishment here on earth of what he's basically saying through a decree. So I'll start. Holy Spirit, first, thank you. Thank you for all of this, because these paragraphs, these paragraphs are, they're in our current season, but they're, they haven't come yet. So we're still, we still can have hope and look forward to this with a great expectation of your goodness. So I'm in agreement with this, and I decree that we will, fellowship of Christ will find unity of purpose. We will be of one accord. We will have Captain Jesus on deck 
behind the wheel, steering and leading, leading this vessel. We do anticipate and look forward to and eagerly await a great outpouring of anointing on, the, not, on everyone on board, especially everyone on deck. And Lord, we, we ask and we come into agreement with, with your, your miraculous power flowing through us and with us that we will see you do mighty things and there will be a great glory as a result. Father, we just thank you that your son Jesus equips us for the unknown. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to build our faith, especially when it wants to resist change or the fear of change. Help us to uh, see what that next step is, Lord. Not that we will know it, but that we can build our faith toward this. We thank you, Father, for this prophetic to reveal, and these prophecies to reveal um, what your intentions are, Lord. And it's clearly you want people to come into your holiness, and you also want people to move in the healing power that you have, Lord. Help us to receive this. Help us to accept this as the purpose of the Spirit. Amen. We sure would appreciate your feedback. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars. Be sure to leave a comment. If you have not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. This way you'll automatically know when we release our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you would like a written version of this episode, you can find a link to our blog in the episode description.